let's talk about comic books. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined, as ever, by Bob. <laughs> not, and I'm not stalwart this uh, week. This, you know what? You are still stalwart to me. Uh, yes, I've been on vacation. You have. Your vacation got cut short, unfortunately. <laughs> it sure fucking did. Internet. Yeah, it was not great. That's but cool. you know what? Uh, it's okay. Uh, I still feel like I... I wound up, instead of being out and healthy and going out and going through the woods and whatever, I stayed at home and played video games. And you know what? Fuck oh. it. That was fun, too. Nice. So you so, had a vacation, you just didn't stay far I had away. A, from... I had a staycation, and it was much less stressful for me than it was for Michelle. It was still fairly stressful for me as well, but... Uh, long story short, there were some issues. Michelle's mom went into the hospital oh, and some other nonsense. So we wound up... There was a lot of stress in our otherwise yeah. vacation-y vacation. We basically got there like... We'd been there like a day, and then we got a call from the hospital. And it was Ugh. like, hey, uh, Michelle, you are the... You know, the legal yeah. guardian representation for this person. Come back. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, well, they didn't say that, but, right, but Michelle took it to mean I got to get the fuck back. So yeah. she did the responsible, wonderful thing because she's a very nice, caring person. And, uh, you know, whatever. We're going to have a vacation eventually someday. Yeah. It's been four years, but we could, I'm sure we'll find another one. <laughs> I, I've been there. I remember uh, the times when the only vacation I took in four years was babysitting my grandfather for my parents so that they could take a Ooh. vacation. Brutal. And, and even now, like, I've taken, like, a little bit of time off, but it's just, like, every time we go somewhere, it's just kind of, and I, this is going to sound kind of shitty, I guess, but it's like, we just go to visit my parents. Yeah, yeah. And no, so it's no, just I know. like, you that's, know, it's, I'm different. happy to visit my parents, but it's not a vacation. No, believe me. It's I, like, I yeah, totally understand. Let's There's... go to Minnesota in December. <laughs> <laughs> or well, a wonderful no, vacation. As much as you love your parents and you want to spend time with them, it's also a responsibility. And there's also, it's not, it, it doesn't, it makes you feel like you have to be on in some way, you know, no matter what. So yes. I totally get it. Yeah. Plus um, you're not doing anything like fun you're not, for you. Exactly. You're not, you're, you're you're like, not hanging out on a beach. We're you're going to go yeah, out yeah. to dinner or something, you know, yes. like or whatever. The, at a ground to the museum round. <laughs> to, I've met all of my mom's librarian friends. You know, like, it's like it's cool. I like that you, you, you know you have friends. Hey, That's cool. that is I nice. like it. It's good. Anyway, comics. You know what? There's a lot of comics to talk about, so we'd probably better get to it. Yeah. Um, luckily, I think Big. a lot of there's a ton of variants, so maybe that's part of it. But man, there were a lot. No, of there's books. a lot of there's books. A lot of freaking books. Let's let's skip I, over a few things. Um, let's go. Uh, 20th Century Man is the first thing that comes up because yeah. this thing is weird this was one of those like hybrid comic prose things yeah. and as such i was like i don't have time to devote to a prose story so i just kind of flipped through it. the yeah, art looked fine it's weird because the first one wasn't that oh interesting like so i, I, I remember know. it not i i remember it not being that way at least mm -hmm. maybe i'm wrong it could easily have been yeah. uh we have a facsimile of action comics number one if you're familiar, it's got uh, super what's his face it's um, got superman it's also got Z the first appearance of zatara <laughs> Perfect. One of my favorite characters. And and Tex Thompson. Everybody's favorite Tex Thompson. <laughs> Slam uh, no wait, Slam Bradley isn't detective. But either way, these are like people. Slam people Dunkson. And the packaging, I think that honestly, oh, yeah, like yeah. the fact that they don't have one of these every week. 
it's, with just it's some insane. random comic that would definitely sell. It's it. I love the presentation and the detective comics mm. one was great. Yeah, and all yeah. my online comic forum people were like freaking out because they had just like you, you forget that like it's like it had there hasn't been a facsimile of these like yeah. in a generation basically like it's so cool. I think two thousand was the last time they did one. Yeah, it's really nice that they're doing those, and I really enjoy them. They're cool. Yeah, I also like that they're on newsprint. Yes, that is also nice. <laughs> uh, Avengers number 60 is out. And that comic, thanks for the recommendation, Bob. <laughs> that is one of my picks of the week, definitely. It's very good. This is when we were talking about Avengers, what was the uh, Avenger, All Out Avengers? And we were yeah. like, yeah, this is the book. It's like, yeah. no, I guess I was wrong. This is the way you write an Avengers comic because this was fun as hell. Well, yeah, I mean it's really a Hawkeye Wait. comic. Oh, it, was that Mark Russell who wrote that? It was Mark Russell, and oh, that's for why it's sake. great. You know, like it's it's genuinely <laughs> funny, but it's like that. It damn it. it, it's a Hawkeye thing, but it ties into the it ties into the best crossover ones are when someone is smart about it mm-hmm. and is just like finds like a hook that they can. So this is the whole premise of the issue is that uh, there's a sentinel who has, or no, a, uh, a celestial. celestial who has uh, inhabited the form of the Black Widow and is going to judge Hawkeye for some, yes. for reasons. And yes. that's addressed absolutely the ridiculousness of it. I mean, ridiculousness of it is part of why the right. comic is great. He just has to be better than a mailbox. He has to be better than a mailbox, and he doesn't... And it's very he's, difficult. He's not doing so great. I love how it's into so the mailbox oh everyone God. is. That's like such a Mark Russell thing. Yeah, of yeah. Just like, of course, like every single person that goes to this mailbox God, is this like... mailbox is man, so good. <laughs> sending mail in a mailbox is just so convenient and great. I love it. I and hope, he manages I, to... I hope my son knows I love him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And also, uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that uh, this redesign of the Celestial to make him look like a Resident Evil villain is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when yeah. you actually see his form revealed, he looks an awful lot like Nemesis from uh, Resident Evil 3. Yeah. He's it's... got a very, like, it, he has, like, big bulging gross parts, and, like, it's <laughs> kind of great. Yeah, it's uh, the art is by Greg Land, uh, which I just... I don't know. Again, Greg Land is like a, is is one of those ones that like, you know. There's people who like when people shit on Liefeld and they're like, "Don't shit on Liefeld." When people shit on Greg Land, for me, I'm like, "Don't shit on Greg Land." <laughs> I I just like yeah. Greg Land. No, I mean he's totally fine, and this book is so good. Yeah, this that, is like, the only Judgment yeah, yeah. Day thing that I have seen and read that I, I genuinely was like, "This is fantastic." I love. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, Avengers Forever number nine is out. That is a very popular series that I'm not reading. Yeah, it's cool. This one was all ca- Carol Danvers. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I thought you were going to say cow related. But <laughs> this is all cow related. It's <laughs> just entirely. It's the Cowvengers. Oh, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> uh, AXE Judgment Day number five of six. They're judging the crap out of some stuff. Yeah, they are. There's like a lot of big panels of lots of heroes. Yes. In this comic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if that's your thing, and it is definitely someone's thing because it's in a lot of comics. It sure uh, is. This is a chock full money's someone, worth. Someone was very excited about how much they were going to be able to sell their pages for. <laughs> yes. Uh, barbaric. Axe to Grind, number two. I skipped this one. I don't know why. I don't either. It's a great comic. Yeah. It's always really fun. 
Uh, but you know, it once you've got the gist, you know whether it's going to be good or not. You know, this is a good one. It yeah. just is. Yeah. It's just good. Um, this is one I didn't read that I should have, but it just looked too daunting because of its epic, epic size. That would be Batman: One Bad Day, Two Face, number one. I, I flipped through it. I'm not a huge Two Face fan in general. He's, uh, he's a rough one because he's so he's so out of place outside of Batman the animated series. Right. I think at this point, like he only exists in a world of gangsters, and like he's he's a yeah. he's a he's 19, like a 20s, era, 30s, like, exactly. Yeah, like, he's an Al Capone style gangster. Yeah. He wears a fucking zoot suit. He's got a Tommy gun. He is not a normal, you know, like he's yeah. a he's a twenties thirties villain. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's fine. I'm sure it's very good. The art is by uh, Javi Fernandez, who's good. Also, you know and what? M- not to Mariko Tamaki is the writer, and she yep. did a really good detective yeah, yeah. run. Um, so it's quality, I'm sure. Not to uh, not to talk about stuff that we're not talking about right now, but I would also like to shout out. Speaking of characters that don't work, that somebody <laughs> made work really well. Ooh. A character that I don't give a shit about would be Penguin, uh, and never have. And that Penguin six issue from like ten years ago. Do you remember that? No. Fuck! It was so good. It made him so threatening because he was so weak, but he was willing to take hostages and make terrible things happen uh. in ways that you were like, I get it. This is why he's a threat. He was just so ruthless and so horrible. That you were like, I can see how it would be impossible for punching him to get the job done because he's got all of these weird hostages and all these other things and all these machinations. And it was really smart. And I I just really dug it. Yeah, that's all. Um, Anyway, uh, Batman Superman World's Finest. Number seven. Bats up. (laughs) <laughs> I now call this book Bats Up. Sure. Actually, this book is amazingly good. Um, I don't... It says Meet the Boy Thunder, which I think... Did they leave the of out? Is this, Or is it like, why not just call him Thunder Boy? I don't know. Because it sounds like Boy Wonder. Come on. Oh, the Boy Thunder. Oh, Jesus. That's that's it. Okay, I get it now. But Dan Mora drew it and Mark Wade wrote it. Holy and it's very shit. good. It's very good. <laughs> wow. Uh, I would... You know what I would read the shit out of would be a Wade... Um, more uh, um, Dick Grayson uh, as Robin series. Yeah, yeah, of like, course. I, I think that's like really for me. I, Wade back at DC is really killing it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, I, I will also say that this entire series so far, there hasn't been a weak moment as far no. as I'm concerned. The last issue was drawn by that like pinup art style in fact he's actually credited on the cover of this and i was like oh no another one of him and it's not that like you know it's not bad art i just it's not no no cheesecake art is not my thing um but uh either way this is dan moore's back new storyline it's good and also we didn't have a podcast like last week because of vacation and whatever but that batman robin batman versus robin yes yes is also very 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 good um and that one is drawn by uh, a guy that left for Marvel and is now back again at DC. Hmm. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Sandoval, Rafa Sandoval. Oh yeah, yeah, good artist. Yes, amazing artist. Yeah. Uh, Batman: The Night number nine is out. I've been saving these up. I haven't read them in I mean, a few months, but I think there's only one more issue. You know, it's gonna be good. Yeah, there's only one more. There's no way. Uh, B Stars graphic novel number twenty. Beware the Eye of Odin number four is out. 
I like the art on this book. Yeah, it's cool. It's not a book that I read, no. but like I, I find the art very. Uh, it's cool. It's like a. It's like if. Uh, Headlopper was like a house style. Yeah, yeah. It's it like, definitely scratches the like. There's no headlopper this month. Right, uh, exactly. Itch. But it's almost like it's almost like if he was doing headlopper for boom, and he needed yeah. to do a boom house style. Yeah. It's like it, it's got that kind of boom studios thing, but it's also got that headlopper uh, Andrew McLean kind of thing. Yeah, it's like kind of gory when it needs yeah, to yeah. be and fun when it needs to be. Yeah, like a combination of orcs and uh, and headlopper. Yeah, um, orcs, <laughs> orcs. Big Nate, release the hounds. That is, of course, Lincoln Pierce, local celebrity. Yeah. Lincoln Pierce's new Big Nate book. One of the biggest selling comics in the world. Yeah. That dude, uh, he does does some stuff. We've got Black Adam number four. Uh, That is out. I don't know anything about it. The cover is probably based on the, the... movie yeah um there's a like a new character that's like kind of like filling that osiris kind of role from 52 uh i i'm not following it closely this one is the one that's drawn by rafa sandoval and i can't think of who drew the batman one but either way uh very good art in this and seems cool yep uh we've got a trade for bat uh for bat I'm just saying Batman just because everything's Batman. Um, <laughs> Black Adam, the Dark Age trade paperback is out. Ooh, that's What is that, a Justice Society, the Dark Age? I but believe then they that just call the, it Black Adam now. Yeah, yeah, because nice. it, it starred Black Adam. So yeah, it's probably I, what I the mean, movie is based on. Jesus, with the fucking cast that's in I mean, yeah. I don't... The cast, I don't know, but I mean the cast of DC characters, like the fact that it seems to be very Hawkman forward. It's, ju- it's all just... The just the full Justice yeah, Society yeah. is in it, or at least like right. a movie version of it. Very interesting. It's like for I mean, Timothy Dalton as, or whoever it is, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Who is it? As yes, Fate? that's right. I mean, I assume he's going to be Dr. Fate until he's killed and replaced by the kid. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's I probably, know. I would imagine that's the deal because he'd be pretty old for a Dr. Fate. Yeah. He would. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I actually might see Black Adam at some point. I will definitely watch that movie. I mean, that looks. I think that's a, I mean, I'm excited to see those characters that I would never have imagined in a million years I'd get to see in a movie. So right. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. Whatever. Being a comic fan is I weird. I wish Wildcat was in it. I do. I, yeah. there, again, it's very Egyptian forward, so it's probably going to steer clear of characters right. like that. I do understand why like Flash or Green Lantern aren't like those versions yeah, of yeah. those characters aren't in there, but like Wildcat, like how do you how do you skip a a, a chance to have Wildcat in a in a movie? Like cuz everybody's like, you don't even need special effects for that guy. It's true, but again, it's like even Hawkeye obviously is pushing it, but like Wildcat, it's like come on, man, you've got, got a nine. bunch of gods that are just fighting next to you. He's got nine lives. He does. And right you could, there. You just see him killed nine times <laughs> He's in a row. Just, <laughs> just Black once. Adam just electrocutes him nine like, times. Nobody, knows who, nobody who's going to the movies knows who Wildcat is. That's just, true. He just needs to die once and have it be like a big sacrifice play and everybody is like, oh, I loved Wildcat. He was so great. And then yeah, he yeah. dies. And then at the end, he's like, hey, I got nine lives. Yep. I remember when Grant Morrison did that. It was so fucking funny. Yep. <laughs> uh, Black Panther. Sure, he is brave. Little Golden Book. Oh. 
Uh, I guess we know who's going to be Black Panther in the new uh, in the I mean, new movie. I think it was spoiled in a Lego set. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, Black Star graphic novel. I don't know anything about this, unfortunately. I know that Abrams put it out, and that's all I know. Hmm. Um, we've got Berserker, number 10. Berserker. We've got Bungo, Stray Cats 1, graphic novel, volume 3. Carnage, number 6. Catwoman number 47, Chilling Adventures, Weirder Mysteries of Archie. Mm. How was that? Did you read it? I flipped through it. Oh, come on. I was really hoping it was going to be fun. Oh, it's fun. Okay, good. There's, I love that. There was one story in that I genuinely was just like, I didn't, they like, they botched the ending <laughs> of it. And I was like, I could tell what it was supposed to oh, be, no. but they just like didn't do it right and it's just like there's so there's like you get that creep show ending of like oh no but it's just like why (laughs) but the other ones were fine there was one like betty fights aliens and nice goofball stuff and before we get to that uh let's talk about another one of these manga that is enough that i actually enjoy it which would be crazy food truck volume two (laughs) awesome all right it's very cool uh I love it. Yeah. Uh, and as we were saying, Creep Show number one. Oh yeah, this is very exciting. I I thought it was uh, good. It, it it definitely it was brutal <laughs> in a way that like I, even for Creep Show I was like that's <laughs> crazy. Like that second one was so perfect. Which one was the second? one? That was the birthday party. Oh, yeah, yeah. The birthday uh, party one was great. I mean, I liked the first one, too. But I also was like, I was expecting this to be a little less good. Is that weird? I was expecting it to be a little less... Uh, I didn't expect fucking Chris Burnham to be on it. Oh, I see, now ex- I read like, who was doing it okay. when I first read about it. And it was like... Fr- I, and in fact, I... You Maybe I should remember. read my fucking solicits when I <laughs> buy stuff. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you just... You have tunnel vision because you see so much stuff go in and out and in and but out. But also, and when I see Creepshow, I know stuff. that I buy a billion copies right. of Creepshow because it's Creepshow. Yeah. But John McCree... Chris Burnham, Paul Dini, yeah, and uh, Steve Langford. What a fucking like, what a murderer's row. Not to uh, not to put too fine a point on it. Yeah, amazing, and uh, and it is the the book is great. It really captures Creepshow in a way that the you're Burnham like, one really does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the second one with the McRae art, which See, I that's love. What's funny is that I think the second one is the one that reminds oh, me the most of Creepshow. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything so it's hard to mm. to speak of it yeah yeah um but i feel like the way the second one ends feels less creep showy to me because it doesn't have like i don't just the tone of how it ends yeah yeah uh but the tone of the ending of the first one is like <laughs> right, ted danson's right, right. head yeah, submerged yeah. in water yeah. like that's what to me yeah. creep show is i agree uh, i agree with with that but i also there is i did a- love both stories though there is another part of the the Creepshow legacy, which is a very short legacy, obviously. Mm. But there's also the idea of the mephitic child who is a horror fan who can survive anything because they are the ones that are like, they're kind of on the side of the monsters. Okay. There's like uh, Joe mm. Hill from the original Creepshow, like his Stephen King's kid is the, like the, 
character at the beginning of Creepshow. Oh, is, yeah, Is, yeah. like, literally Joe Hill oh, I f- in the actually... bedroom being, uh, like, yelled at by his alcoholic father played by... Uh, the guy from Halloween three and all that stuff. <laughs> I it, should actually great. rewatch the oh. creep show. I mean, I've seen it multiple times, but not in a long time. Such a great fucking movie. Oh yeah. my God. It is really good. The second one I remember not liking as much, but no. still okay. Just was like, it, 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 was... it should have come out like five years later. Also, they didn't, they didn't take advantage of, uh, of the crazy comic book, EC stuff the way that the first right. one did. It was like everything, the coloring, the angles, like George Romero knew what he was doing. He knew what an EC comic was. Right. And so he was like, this is what an EC comic would look like in a movie. And then the next one, they were like, these are horror stories that have twist endings. Yeah. And it's like, there were a bunch of great ones, and two of them stuck with me forever. You know, the thanks for the ride lady and uh and the the raft both like oh the raft is good the raft yeah stephen king's first story first short story that was ever published i believe oh interesting and as far what as that, i know night shift or was published or uh it, it's in one of the anthologies it is in yes it was republished in night shift but it was published allegedly i don't think that anyone has found a copy of it yet in a men's magazine called adam I huh. think it was, or Adam and Eve or something like that. It's like a porno magazine. No it's one's like, found one? How I is don't, that possible? Like, he gave an interview where he was like, well, this was my first one, and I got a check for it, and it was this. And, like, people think that he might have gotten the information wrong or remembered it wrong, and uh, it might be in something else. But uh, at one yeah. point, no one had found a copy of this. That's like what my dad told me about this Francois Hardy song he f- he heard in when he was in <laughs> France. And I've been, I looked for that thing for years, and he will not believe me that it's not her. And I'm like, it's not her, Dad. <laughs> like, I've w- it her was entire- Francois Truffaut. Come on. I know. I don't know who it was. It wasn't Edith Piaf, he swears, although she's famous for it's- having sung the song that he's talking about and totally edith pf yeah and it's just like but he <laughs> he said it was a different version and i can i can buy that but like francois hardy had like a very like that serge gainsbourg like pop sound and it's like there's no version of this song that like sounds like that there just isn't and she like wasn't a talented singer she only had like three albums hey you can be a great singer with only three albums oh no it wasn't the amount of albums that made her a bad singer <laughs> Uh, all right. Anyway, what what were we talking about? Creepshow. We were talking yeah, we about that. Creepshow. Uh, Dark Crisis. Young Justice number four is out. <laughs> Did you read this? No. Uh, I actually read I a bleeding cool about article about it because of the yeah no it's bad. I didn't. It's not a it's not a take home for me. But the there's a new character in it. Uh, it's the son of Mixelplik, Mitsuspitalik, <laughs> whatever you call him, and uh, it's like basically like it's the toxic fan. It's like his oh, whole deal. God. It's like it's, it's like a, an an interdimensional imp who can make things oh. happen. But he's like, you have to stay in this 1990s comic book universe that I've created for you, or you will ruin my childhood. It's oh, like literally, no. like that's the, it's kind of brilliant. It is kind of high concept, brilliant art wise, pretty good. If you like Young Justice, you probably like it. But like for me, it's just like not. Nah, it's too meta. <laughs> that's. Yeah, that's that's comic a bit. books that are too self-aware. You know, it's yeah. it's a fine line to dance. Speaking of self-aware comics, DC versus vampires, All Out War number three. 
I like DC versus vampires a lot. And I think that this series fills in some of the, you know, f- details or whatever, but I don't like it. I don't like the coloring on it. And I think it's hard to read. Well, what about deceased war of the undead gods? Number two. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty so fun. Good. It's so good. This definitely, this series gives me vibes of, uh, Injustice and uh, Marvel Marvel Zombies, like the two right. those two series squished together. Well, it's written by the same guy who wrote Injustice, of course. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it is definitely it's really fun, very much that. And but also as a DC lore, DC like lifelong DC reader, it's written in a way that like you just you can tell like the thing I love about Tom Taylor is not only that he's a good writer but that like he gets he gets what's good about these comics. Yeah, yeah. Like he gets the good stuff that's good about it. And it's not just like I remember this detail <laughs> from this comic. It's like what I and, remember Is that a dig like, on Grant Morrison? No, actually, Grant Morrison, I would not include in that. No, he's um, a he's a huge fan. He is, um, but he also is like telling like one gigantic story across like every single thing that he's ever done in a weird kind of way. But um, he's meta in a way that I like. Yes, but uh, no, like I'm talking about like. Oh, like some, I actually, I, it was in one of the comics that came out that I didn't buy where it was like, and one of the X comics, I won't belabor this too much, but like someone just shows up and it's like, you're just supposed to know who this like Z list (laughs) villain is from like some other comic that isn't even like an X comic. And it's just like, they don't do anything to explain who it is. It's just like, like we all have nostalgia. Here's Jack of recharge you know whatever yeah like whatever and these are like you know you don't it's fine that you haven't read the comics that these things come from it's it's written in a way that's just like i know what's good and i'm going to use what's good yeah um so deceased is great just like delicious in dungeon graphic novel volume 11 (laughs) is great uh, and also, don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro, graphic novel volume 12. Also, okay. probably great. Draculina number six, probably boobs. Uh, Duo number five is a comic book that people have never read before. I read the first issue and it was good and I don't know why, but I like I tried the second issue and I was just like, I don't know, I just don't dig it anymore. Like Weird. That first issue was good. Yeah, it's the concept... I think it's a trade. I gotta tell you, man, the concept just bums me out. Yeah, it's weird. It just like like could you imagine just like yeah, merging no, with your wife? I hate it. I hate <laughs> like this sharing idea. one body with your wife. It's just like, oh, this is this is great. Can you? I don't know. I don't fall asleep while I'm taking a shit or something. <laughs> this is fucking awful. I do not like this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Edge of Spider Verse number four. Mm. This I loved. Yeah, it was good. Um, like pretty much across the board. The only one I didn't really care for. There's a, there is a, uh, a, a Disney princess spider person. Oh, you didn't care for the Disney. This princess. was the one that I didn't like. Oh, interesting. I liked the other two because they were insane. Oh, I th- I loved I loved the Peter Porker story. I thought that one was awesome. Well, that was Peter Porker going to visit some other spider person. Well, the yes, the the big reveal was that it was the schlubby dad 
yeah. Spider-Man that was uh, Peter Spider-Man. Yes. Who is a just a regular schmo who fights characters such as the Green Gardener or who <laughs> yeah. has a who rides on a ride on lawnmower. Yeah. And uh Craven the House Flipper or something like this. <laughs> uh Yeah. I, you know what? Fuck it. I thought it was great. And uh and there's a new character that I thought was cool. Um I Peter Parked car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, the Peter Parked car, there were some good puns in that whole thing. There were. The spider buggy is sentient, and he's being called on to come into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I thought that the Disney princess one, Princess Spinstress, Yeah, yeah, uh, that was, it was, was cool. And I liked- I loved the spider. I loved her little pet spider. I think that yeah. fucking design was gorgeous. Yeah, definitely cool. And I liked that- One thing I will shout out for that one is that the parts that were written as lyrics, yes. like you could totally like hear that as yeah, yeah. a Disney princess song you know like, what? and do that. And that's hard to do as a writer. I, I 100% agree with you that that is something that I see done and done poorly mm-hmm. so often yeah. that I should absolutely, yes, that I absolutely agree with you. Like when someone writes the demon and his rhymes suck. Oh, God. When he doesn't have bars. Come on. Yeah. Plus uh, there was the first, uh, as far as I know of, the first, uh, I don't know, Disabled. disabled spider person yeah yeah uh which i thought was handled actually pretty well and i thought that was to me the most interesting character in the whole deal <laughs> yeah no that was actually i love the de- the character design for that character is really cool yeah um the language of it was all like bay and stuff like that i was just like <laughs> eh, yeah not, i mean the comic is not for me but the, it was fun yeah yeah spider verse and it did uh this i don't think this is a spoiler but it is weird and i talked to you about this earlier but it's weird to me that because of the fact that <laughs> the webs shoot out of the uh the hand braces yeah i found it more gross than the regular webbing and i think the reason is because it drew attention to how gross the webbing is and over an entire lifetime of having spider-man sheets or whatever as a kid you're like oh it's cool it's fine and then it's like Oh, that puts into stark relief how disgusting that fucking power is. Except for it's not really a power. I mean, I assume that the the, the there's web shooters. That one is in a web shooter. Exactly. Thing that like he has web shooters on his wrist. She has them on her wrist as well, but they also hold her up. I mean, and honestly, in combination with the Disney princess spider person where she has a gown that melts at the end of the night oh yeah yeah (laughs) barf there's something gross about that too i don't know it was weird this comic is gonna sell out though i guarantee you i guarantee you you'll be out of those within a couple days this is gonna be one that is like unfortunately will be one of those dumb things but i didn't have to put a, a limit on it or anything which actually surprised me to be honest huh because at least two of the characters that were introduced in this absolutely like have have some staying power, I think. Oh, yeah. As soon as they use Princess Spinstress in a cartoon or something, I it'll think, be like, boom, done. I think That'll the be... design of the of the disabled character is pretty fucking awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see that one being used because it was like... Uh, when I heard about it, I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's just going to be another, another character. But then I saw the design and I was like, Oh, I could, I could totally see somebody doing something with this. Yeah. Um, another great Elvira in horror land issue yeah. drops. This is the Fun. nightmare on Elm street one. This series, I mean, in a, in a series that has been very well written in yeah. general, 
the horror land where they go where she goes and visits psycho alien this time nightmare on elm street it is awesome these are really good just like we were talking about tom taylor this is written by somebody who loves these movies and knows what's good about them and it's just fun and the art's actually pretty good art's great uh yeah the covers are phenomenal there's the uh classic nightmare on elm street you know poster art for one of them and then there's the you know the bath scene with claw where you know that was where uh the star where Nancy met her husband, I believe. I think oh. he was the uh, effects guy in that tub, hmm. and they got married. Oh, weird. Uh, I think that's the deal. Either way, she definitely married an effects guy from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, okay, Fables 155 of 162. That is a thing. Yep. Uh, Fantastic Four, number 47, I wish I had read. It was pretty good. Um, it ties into that whole axe uh but the body spray yeah it's a, a giant ad for axe <laughs> body spray um no the crossover event axe of the season <laughs> event of the season um uh, it's a it's it looks like it's a two-parter but there's a the the villain of it is uh speaking of grant morrison out of nowhere pretty cool villain oh, to show up in nice. this comic turns out it was man it the whole time. Barbalith from the Invisibles. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, <laughs> Flash, 786. This is pretty good. Those are some very high numbers. Yeah, yeah, they're heading up towards an 800. Um, I like the current Flash uh, writer, Adams, whatever, Jer- Jeremy Adams. Yeah, yeah, the last is? couple that I've actually yeah. paid attention to were really fun. His run has been cool. This is a dark crisis on... In- it's weird because it says Dark Crisis, but it doesn't say Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. They just removed the on from the logo. Hmm. It says, proudly presents Flash in a Dark Crisis Infinite Earths tie-in. Hmm. And and the end, when it says to be continued, it says to be continued in Dark Crisis Infinite Earths and not on Infinite Earths. I don't weird. care one way or the other. I guess I'm like missing the articles this week. I, there was the Boy Thunder Maybe there's something here. You just like articles. I don't blame I'm, you. I'm, I, I hate when they're missing. I'm only in it for the articles. Um, <laughs> so hey. Frankenstein, New World, number two. I am down yeah. with Frankenstein, New World. It's good. Uh, I want to know what happens in the post-Hellboy Hellboy world, and this is where I'm finding out. That's good. Oh, I like it. Also, there's a cute fish lady character that's introduced in this one. Nice. That I like. <laughs> So there's like a human girl and then a fish girl and Frankenstein, and they're all hanging out in the new world. I like it. Uh, G.I. Joe, he's a real American hero, Mm. Uh, and he's number 298. We've got uh, some, finally, the Grendel omnibuses. This is are back in print, so we've got number two. I believe this is the Hunter Rose era. Nice. Hunter Rose was the lady, right? Hunter Rose was a a, a lady, yep. She was um, the first female. No, wait, Hunter Rose was not the lady. Shit, which one is the Hunter lady? Hunter Rose was the first one. The lady, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. All I know is that Mark, uh, sorry. Uh, oh, no, that's right, Stacy. Stacy was the second one. There was the first artist was Matt Wagner, and then there was like Bernie Moreau. And Hunter Rose's daughter was... Uh, Yes, the, Stacy the, Rose. So this is the Pander Brothers era, I think. No? No, I think this is still Matt Wagner. Still Matt Wagner. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Really? 
I think I, it was much later when they took over. But. Interesting. Pander Bears. I just like Bernie Miro. I discovered him way too late, uh, but he is awesome. Awesome. I had this old Batman Secret Origins issue. You've seen it a million times. It's got a Brian Ballin cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Riddler story in it is written by Neil Gaiman. And it has this really cool art, which is credited to Bem. And I was like, I never knew who Bem was. Hmm. And I eventually like just decided to figure it out. And of course, it was very easy to figure it out with the internet. It was Bernie Moreau and uh, who created the jam and oh, Drew Grendel man. and is awesome. I would never have known about the jam were it not for Mike Allred. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, and I very much like it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Do you think he's any relation to Miro, the French artist who mm. does like the weird shape paintings? I don't know. Probably interesting. not. I think weird. he's Canadian, Bernie Miro. There you go. He ran away from his real <laughs> French father. Right. Uh, anyway, we've got Gunslinger Spawn number 12. Oh. Uh, and we've got a big one this week the Harley Quinn 30th anniversary special number one. Oh, uh, yeah. Big this old was a, $10 I, issue. I did not want to buy this, but I just <laughs> ended up having to. Yeah, it had too many good things in it. Very expensive, but you know. Yeah, well, and there's stuff in it that I didn't love. Right. And that was the hard thing, but it was like a full half of it I thought was yep. like actually really good. That's pretty impressive for one of these. So, but I Sorry. couldn't ultimately oh, the, the, the big, uh, the big seller for me was Erica Henderson drawing Harley Quinn. It's yep. Fantastic. It's that's insane. It's crazy that that's not a thing. It's, I mean, honestly, it might. It ends with a to be continued with a question mark. I hope so. um, and it's like basically like imagine the story is like Harley in in a Conan Dungeons and yeah. Dragons kind of style nice. universe drawn by Erica Henderson. In fact, she's actually being served mead or something by somebody who looks suspiciously like maybe Tarzan, maybe Conan. <laughs> I don't know. Could one be. of one of the Nans. One of the Ans. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, there's also Raphael Albuquerque and um, Dan Hip and uh, Dodson's. Nice, good stuff. There is a speaking of Conan. Uh, there's a local connection. <laughs> uh, there's this dude from the 1960s who was local to Portland or somewhere in this area, who self-published a book series called Banton, B-A-N-T-A-N. Okay. And they are all these, like, I, I don't want to be ultra critical, but they're bad. They're like, <laughs> like I mean, the Edgar Rice Burroughs and, uh, and What's-His-Face were bad, too. But, yeah. like, they're, they're Tarzan and Conan ripoffs. And, like, all of the names are, like, like weird flipped versions of the names. <laughs> he also did some Lovecraft stuff, which was actually kind of cool. Huh. He was like really into the weird fiction stuff and he self-published books, these hardcover books Wow, that were like a series of Banton novels wow. where Banton was his Tarzan. And I can't remember what, it, uh, but he was like a Conan Tarzan hybrid. And you can find these occasionally. They have like white covers they're really cheesy and they're very funny. We used to find them a lot. 
Hmm. Like when we'd be out because he was somehow local to this area. So like the books. So there is a lot in this area. Yeah. Like I don't know how many of these books he published if he made like a thousand of them, a hundred of them, whatever it is. But we used to find them a lot and like sell them on eBay because they were weird fiction that no one knew about. So Hmm. we'd find them in bookstores for like $10 and Michelle and I would like, oop, yoink, throw it on eBay and it would be like $100 or whatever back in our old Back in the old days when I used to do nothing but eBay sales. So, yeah, weird. What a weird, weird dude. Bantan. Bantan, I believe, was the name. Nice. Um, Ice Cream Man. I this was one that I I flip I was just like I can't I don't like I it, it, it's <laughs> there's nothing so against many it, like, books this week yeah there's just like I knew I wasn't gonna buy it I knew I wasn't gonna get it and I was just like um, oh really no nah, I mean there's an Escher bent to this one yeah maybe that was it it was just like two pages in and I was just I put it down I was like <laughs> it's and it's not a sh- I'm not shitting on it at all like I know it's a quality book I'm yeah, not yeah. like oh, it's just course. like it's one of those things where I was like this is my kryptonite right now and I can't look at it <laughs> I know I can't remember what book it was that I I picked up today that I was just like this is not I'm not gonna make Heidner <laughs> this, this was not it going Axe to Judgment Day it was not <laughs> Axe Judgment Day uh, it was Judgment Night. Huh. huh. Oh, man, I love that God, soundtrack that so soundtrack's much. soundtrack's so good. The movie's not that good. Where else are you going to find the Booyah tribe? With Faith No More? With Faith No More. Never. Also, uh, that song, that track rocks. I mean... My favorite is Mud Honey and Sir Mix-a-Lot, though. <laughs> that one is insane. <laughs> um, Give me that freak mama. Yep. Yo. <laughs> I just love that. My favorite is Mark Arm just going, yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the... I mean, the dumbest one that I can't help is the helmet one. It, oh, it is fun. The just another victim. He's just another you're victim. Just another kid. victim, kid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, you're from Boston. <laughs> oh, please stop Who saying that kid. Who is that with helmet? Is uh, House of Pain. It and is. Helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's House of Pain. House of Pain gets two songs. Oh, no, they don't. No, Cypress Hill gets two songs. Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill gets Sonic Youth and Pearl Jam as the bonus C- track. Citrus Hill. Yes. <laughs> Citrus Hill. Speaking of citrus ale, this ginger ale is pretty good. <laughs> you heard it here first. Our ginger ale is really good. Come get some. Yeah. Uh, Iron Cat number four. Mm, I picked it up and I looked at it, but I couldn't tell you a damn thing about it. Well, she's a cat made of iron. Uh, Jane Foster, Mighty Thor number four of five is out. I didn't read it. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess, graphic novel, volume 10. Sounds good. These are all words that I'm saying. <laughs> I don't have time to read graphic novels. <laughs> Uh, Legion of X number five. I don't know what's going on in this book. Nor I didn't know do that I. it was still going on. <laughs> Plus, I had a good X book this week, so that was the one I read. <laughs> Holy crap! There is a good X book this week. Uh, Looney Tunes two sixty eight. Yo, <laughs> you're just another victim. Lo- Looney, Looney Tunes, Tunes kid. Uh, Manifest Destiny number forty seven. Forty seven. Yeah. Dang. This book is great. I yeah. don't know. I, like. It's another one of these image books that like I stopped reading after like the third trade, so I don't know what the hell's yeah, going on. I didn't even on. do trades. I read like the so first good. like ten issues, and I was like, "This is cool." And then it just like I don't know. I just stopped. Yeah, it, it's just I one of those books. I mean, I did the same thing with Birthright. I'm sure Birthright is still great. I just fell off. Yeah. Uh, New Mutants number thirty is out. Nightwing number ninety six is out. I Nightwing number ninety six was very good. Yes, Nightwing. Always good. Yeah. But it's the wraps up the arc. The current arc. Good. Good stuff. 
And there's a there's an alternate cover to this, the uh, Alan Qua cover. Which I didn't look at the variants. I don't know if he knows that he's doing an homage to it, but it is 100% a variation of a Thor album cover. Like the j- band Thor? The band Thor. Wow. It's it's Nightwing deep cut. It's Nightwing and Harley Quinn walking dogs and it looks just like the uh, it's called like I don't know fucking release the hounds or some dumb shit like that and it's Thor walking some big vicious dogs looking super buff. Huh. It looks so similar. It's weird, but it's two of them. Uh so I don't know. I was Thor was a band or no, it was a guy. John Micklethor is the guy. <laughs> yeah. His band is Thor. Okay. He uh, tried tried his hand at acting. He was a uh, he was a strong man essentially, uh, and he used to do. Uh, if you lived in New Jersey, you could enjoy public access shows hosted by John Micklethor. Wow, amazing! Apparently, he used to do shtick where it was like. He was like a healthy lifestyle guy because he was a bodybuilder. He's this okay. really big, huge, buff dude, yeah. and he'd do bodybuilder tricks like those, like those Christian, like we're gonna show you that, like with the love of Jesus, I can rip this phone book in half or whatever. But his deal, he would blow up a uh, a water bottle, so like like one of those like uh, hot water bottles. Yeah, he would explode one of those by blowing it up. <laughs> Just like with, with his, his lungs. lungs. Okay, yeah. He's like, if you smoked cigarettes, you'd never be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a uh, lung capacity thing. Because, but as a trumpet player, like I like, yeah, yeah. have like I've still maintained like despite it's been years since I quit smoking, and I still. But even as a smoker, I still had like pretty good lung capacity. And we were doing this thing uh, a couple weekends ago. A friend of ours got us all. Uh, in on this Alice in Wonderland virtual experience that happened downtown where like okay. you got this like app you downloaded on your phone and then you would go around and do these various little tasks that were all Alice in Wonderland themed and at the end you caught the Chitcher cat or something like okay. that. I don't know. It was like there was a bunch of people downtown. It actually sounds fun. It was fun. It was very innocent and everybody was like dressed like Alice in Wonderland characters <laughs> running around downtown and Wow, I, that's a fucking delight. I'm so glad things like that exist. <laughs> well, one of the uh, one of the tasks involved having to blow into the phone, <laughs> into the like the microphone yeah, somehow. Yeah. I don't know how it registered it, but um nobody could do it. And I, I just like won. That was like I was useless for the whole event because I didn't download the app on my phone and I was just kind of following them You're around. Fiend. And, and uh, I got there late and that was too, was too too late. I was like, I'm not going to download an app for half of the thing when I can just walk around. And But you were at least dressed I did, like the like, Dormouse. Uh, no, I was dressed like me on a regular day and none of us were dressed up. We came in like 47th place. (laughs) It was like, I mean, there was like hundreds of teams. So like it wasn't insane. Yeah. It was makes me so happy that Portland is like that active in this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. There was like, I'm surprised you didn't see anyone come in here from it. Like a day where just everybody was dressed. Like there was a lot of Tweedledee and Tweedledums. Holy shit. There was a lot of, I mean, maybe I was still on vacation at this point. Uh, Maybe. I don't think so, though. Huh. It was just this random. Maybe. Do you work on Saturdays? I do. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a Saturday. I 
think I did actually see a bunch of weird people, but it doesn't surprise <laughs> me anymore. Yeah, right. I just always assume that there's an anime convention or something. Anyway. Um, anyway uh, okay. Nightmare blog. Uh, Nina Haas. A nightmare, nightmare blog. blog. Um, and Noctera Volume 2 is out, the trade paperback. Cool. Orcs, The Curse, number three. Orcs. Parasomnia, Dreaming God, number two. Uh, Pearl 3, number five. Boy, nobody is reading this. I do not <laughs> know why it is even coming out. Because like, Brian Bendis is a, has a, he just like, he sells a base amount of comics, I think. Apparently, but not here. Huh. Nobody cares. Uh, public Domain, number four, is out. Yeah. Radiant Black number 18. Radiant Black. Ramen Wolf and Curry Tiger. <laughs> graphic novel volume one. Oh, volume one. Ooh, ground floor. You can get in on the ground floor. Uh, this is uh, definitely furry porn. I don't know what the fuck going on. <laughs> All right. Don't buy it. No, do. Do buy it. Get into this lifestyle. Um, everyone loves it. <laughs> it seems like I mean of all the lifestyles it seems like a very cozy one because you're very warm all the time I don't know that doesn't sound good to me I don't like being hot Ugh, me either <laughs> you, you can that. always layer up if you're cold but you like you exactly. get hot like you can only take off so much you know <laughs> especially as a furry as a furry you can't take off nothing you're just <laughs> hot sweating trust me I've been there no, I uh, actually I have no idea <laughs> Robin trade paperback volume 2 Robin I am Robin uh, there is <laughs> Je suis Robin Je suis Robins <laughs> uh, some really great uh, NECA stuff this week we got a ton of reissue like all the Friday the 13th figures came back in like tons and tons of stuff but the new figure that came in that I'm super excited about is the Robocop battle damaged with the chair what so it's it's like the it's the scene where he comes back in and he's in the like the recharging station essentially where they wipe his memory and do all that weird shit mm. so good it's like it looks it. perfect it's up on a shelf over i'll there. put on the video um and it is like i mean it's a 70 dollar figure but it is so fucking worth it sweet so good uh people have been waiting for those robocops to come back for a long time yeah. Uh, and if you want to wait, if you're like, uh, I wanted the figure, but I didn't want all sorts of crazy crap to go along with it. I believe next week we have the regular RoboCop figures coming in from NECA. So oh, cool. you can wait on it. But I will say that this set looks great. Uh, Rogue's Gallery number three. Another book that I am not paying attention to. Nor me. Sailor Moon. Volume three. Is that hmm. Shaman King? Shaman King? Yeah. Omnibus uh, Trade Paperback Volume 10. Shaolin Cowboy, Cruel to be Kin, number five of seven. I like it. There's yeah. a good variant cover by Fabio Moon. Is it Moon or Ba? I think it's Fabio Moon. I'm not it's, sure. Uh, way. It's Fabio Moon, yes. Yeah. Very like cool. It. We got more Shirtless Bear Fighter. <laughs> Issue two is out. Nice. A comic that is always great. We got Solo Leveling Graphic Novel Volume 5. Uh, new Marvel Legend figure, which is the 60th anniversary Amazing Fantasy Spider-Man. Very cool. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are great. I love. Uh, it's. I was bummed you can't take it out and look at I it. I am but the... also not a huge fan. I think they're trying really hard to have less disposable plastic in their packaging. Right. Which I definitely appreciate. Um, I mean, obviously their products are made of plastic, so it's a little <laughs> silly, but the fact of the matter is uh, what they're going to see, uh, actually Marshall, who uh, is our new employee, pointed this out to me 
because he's an ex Newberry employee. Oh. Didn't even occur to me. He was like, oh, yeah, they're going to find out that uh, people are returning these to big box stores with like fucking rocks in them. Because if you oh. if they look sealed, oh. no one can see what they've returned. Shoot. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yep. That is that is not going to be that's great. That's why they make the little Velcro window. I, exactly. That's why NECA does the Velcro window. Yeah. And you could do the... The thing about it is that uh, one of Hasbro's things lately, Transformer stuff doesn't have the... Has no window or has a window, but no plastic. Yeah. So it gets dusty and that's kind of weird. Like if it sits on the shelf for too long. Sure. Um, not great. But if you had one of those NECA windows that you pop open yeah that takes care of that yeah maybe or they could the, just do it so that it like oh i don't know yeah i guess i don't know how you'd do it but Oof. i don't know either way it's cool i really like the figure but i i definitely agree that it is weird that you can't see like for collectors yeah. it seems weird because i mean i guess you could just display the box and you have the exact same visual representation. Yeah, I don't know. There's yeah. something about a toy that's marketed for, like, yeah. shelf display, but, like, you can't... I don't know. Like, you mm. can't see. Like, you have to open it to see it, and yeah. why would you... I don't know. It's interesting. I don't I don't know how to feel I'm about it. I'm still so bummed you're not able to get those superpowers figures. That's, like, the first that's action so... figure line I've been interested in in oh, so long. Although, so I will say I am disappointed that you when you pinch their legs together that their arms don't go up and down. I'm like, how can you do superpowers figures that don't do that? That don't have... And very the, Aquaman, I mean, he squeezes his arms and his, leg, his legs kick. He literally, the point was that they had superpowers. superpowers. Yeah, they were action figures. Yes. With action. To fucking... Although this, it is cool that the first accessory they, they made for it is the Supermobile with the fists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They, All they right. They got my number. They do. Spider Verse graphic novel. Uh, it's for the kids. Oh, it's for the just kids. like reprints. the kiddies. Uh, Star Trek Darth Vader number seven. Star Trek Darth Vader. Yep, that's it. <laughs> what that's, <laughs> crossover? It's a, the crossover of the century. Did Disney buy Star Trek? Finally, thank God. Um, I can't wait till Disney owns everything. <laughs> Batman, too. Star Trek, and Starman, Bat Trek. Who gives a shit? Yeah, sure. all of them. Take them all. Mickey Mouse. God, the damn bug it. is driving me insane too. I hate this time of year when for some reason the fruit flies we open the door and fruit flies are like yeah what a great place to go there's nothing in here for you <laughs> literally nothing there's nothing <laughs> here everything is made of paper and plastic <laughs> what is your point uh, although i do have this this lemonade is open maybe that's, that's the, they get attracting the bug no 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 they come in when the door is open because this time of year we open the door and then just shit from the street is like oh, yeah i'll come in Anyway, let's see. Star Wars Hyperspace Stories number two. Uh first Star Wars comic I bought in a in a in a in a hot minute. I like this one. In a dog's age. Dog's age at least. Wow. Um especially if that dog was hit by a car. <laughs> um this week. <laughs> no, this one is cool. It's so I like this hyperspace stories where like the first one was the Tag and Bink art team yep. one. This one is a different this is um Cecil Castellucci, who oh the bugs by me now, um, who I don't know I uh, has wrote like I think she they wrote um, Mother Panic for the, oh, the, yeah, the young yeah, yeah. animal stuff yeah that was cool uh, I don't I don't know uh, just know that I like the writer 
and um the art is cool it's kind of like an animated style but it's a luke and leia post empire pre return of the jedi team up cool done in one good stuff Um, so we've got uh the mandalorian number three we've got strange number six uh strange number six was great this this series for me has been gold the whole way through yeah um i i uh, this one is a very if you if you're a big fan of wongers <laughs> it's a big wong issue oh my god so good wongers. <laughs> that character is going to take over that series oh madison yeah oh, she's definitely. just like already has it's insane yeah definitely they're definitely gonna put her in stuff i think they're just like, like oh, so popular shit. we need to make sure that she shows up it was elsewhere. definitely the best episode of the series yeah, and yeah. i like the series Me too. i think it's pretty good i just love I having her one yet, having though. her wander through the entire marvel universe will be wonderful i love that she just sold her soul to a goat named jake <laughs> like, just like what sorry it's, i shouldn't talk about stuff because yes, maybe people yes. haven't seen it uh but yeah fucking a watch watch she hulk it's yeah. great and that it, was and at least watch episode three it was really good uh we got a bunch of the star wars retro figures including that weird robot that nearly murdered somebody what? in obi-wan if you have if you've watched obi-wan there's a scene where they were like they were basically like running away from from imperial troops and then there's this like worker robot that's this gigantic thing yeah and it's very clear that he was going to murder them with a hammer if they found out who <laughs> that's where right. they went that's right that's he right he grabs right. a yeah. hammer and it's like but he ends up having a heart of gold but, sure but i mean he was <laughs> he was defending the our heroes yes. so that's great but I do wonder what would have happened if they'd been like, I think they went that way. Would that robot have freaked the fuck out and beaten their brains in? I mean, I think I, I think that's implied. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what Star Wars could use. Could. Some hammer killings. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> some brutal robot hammer killings. I mean, they already had well, like the even Obi-Wan had like all those kids getting slaughtered. It's true. Like, uh, why not? <laughs> You know, if the next Star Wars thing was called Brutal Robot Hammer Killings. <laughs> Star Wars. Brutal <laughs> Robot Hammer Killings. Man, I'm so down. Awaken. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's one. Uh, I don't know. I spent a lot of money on this comic, so I feel bad bad-mouthing it, but boy, it were not my thing, and I don't think I don't think this guy knows how to fucking write anymore. I mean, maybe he just didn't. Stephen King fucking hates him. Oh. Uh, R.L. Stein's Stuff of Nightmares. It could be that R.L. Stein's just not a very good writer. I mean, I, I this struck me as like R.L. Stein was like, here's an idea for a comic, and then someone else wrote it. It entirely might be. The guy is a multi-jillionaire. He doesn't need to do shit. Yeah, they I, just want to put his name on it. It might be that he just sold his name to this. Yeah. But also, I mean... I don't know that he was ever really a great writer. I, just, like, I, I don't. Mean, I mean, he wrote Goosebumps, and Goosebumps wrote, is... F- I mean, I we watched a bunch of Goosebumps about this time last year. Yeah. I had never seen it before. Apparently, Allie really liked it when it was on originally. I didn't I have did cable too. then. I thought uh, it was fun. I thought it was pretty dumb. It is. Um, well, I mean, it's for kids. 
But yeah, but, but even then again, then, so was Erie, Indiana. I was going to say, and like, Erie, Indiana is fucking brilliant. If Bob Odenkirk taught me one thing, it's that just because it's for kids doesn't mean it has to suck. That's a true story. And he said that to me live on stage and a bunch of other people in the audience, but it was true. It's true. Like, um, all ages material does not mean garbage. No. And, some, and often it's like, oh, it's for kids. It's like, no, that's not an excuse for it to suck. No, it really isn't. Does the it never really ending isn't. stories for kids? That It's awesome. Like, yeah. you know, like Bone, Princess Bride is for kids. Bone it's was awesome. written for kids. Bone is written for kids. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, when I ever I tell kids I want to give them bone, they just run, and I don't understand why. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, just couldn't resist. I know. Um, I'm like, it's for kids. <laughs> my, my bone is for kids. Oh God, <laughs> you're going to prison. I am. I shouldn't have said that. That's uh, going on the internet. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's going on. No, they'll just come looking for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Long story short, this is not a case. <laughs> if I just said that out loud. <laughs> Too late. It's Woo. it's there forever. All right. It's at minute 59 on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to hear it. Perfect. Uh, stuff of Nightmares. Eh, yeah. I didn't like it. It just wasn't very good. Uh, Titans United Blood Pact. You know what one. I didn't like the most about it was that like I swear that like everybody got killed and then the next panel they're all just standing around talking. And I was like, wh- I don't understand. And maybe it's me skimming it or something but i was like i don't know it was it was almost impenetrable it was very difficult to follow for something that really had a very simple plot it was it was somehow laid out in a way that it was very difficult to follow and it was definitely not for kids no no no. this is not a kids comic no this this is is him trying to write a real horror story right you know i like the fact that he made some glow-in-the-dark covers that's cool oh cool nice uh, Tokyo Revengers, uh, Omnibus Volumes 3 and 4 in 1. Oh. We've got some Transformers studio figures. Uh, those are cool. we got Ultraman Mystery of the Ultra 7, number 2 of 5. Uh-huh. Usagi Yojimbo 31. Nice. And we have uh, Donny Kate's new thing. It is uh, Vanish. Yeah, I actually I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was much better than I was expecting. I I started it off and I was like, what is this 90s garbage? And then I was like, oh, I get it. It's supposed to be 90s garbage. Yeah, no, it's like deconstructing yeah, it. Yeah. That, I, I actually, that was the hardest thing for me to get past was like, I saw what it was and I was like, okay, like clearly like it's obvious what this thing yeah. is deconstructing, but is the hook interesting enough and uh, yeah. I actually thought that it was and and I think, I think it's it the is. best uh, Ryan Stegman art I've seen in a while like it's or at least it's 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 some of his best I he's am, definitely doing yeah, yeah. like a McFarlane like it's so crazy yeah it's like it's written like but, McFarlane too but it it's is. funny because McFarlane is such a terrible writer it's like interesting when somebody who knows how to write does that right but it's also written like the darkness which was also written by like oh. really good writers sure. okay and I feel like it's a nice combination of a bunch of things that were really good in the 90s it's like spawn and all that other stuff but yeah. it's it's its own thing. It has a really good hook, like you said, and uh, I definitely think it's worth checking out. Yeah, I would. I would say yes. Uh, War for Earth three trade paperback is out. Uh, oh yeah, that was you weird. liked that. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it had ambush bug in it, so that's why. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's not the only reason. It was also, um, uh, I mean, whatever. 
it's already long enough. What if Miles Morales trade paperback? Oh, you can read that one <laughs> that, that everyone was offended by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't want to. Speaking of, now I'm just going to try to uh, go all in on terrible things to say. But uh, one of the complaints that they had was that he said, it's hammer time. <laughs> Really? And they were like, that's that's so, you can't have this character say that. And I was like, have you ever read a Thor comic? I feel like they've said it's hammer time about a thousand times. Yeah, I'm sure they have. In Thunderstrike <laughs> definitely said Thunderstrike it. said it's hammer time a hundred thousand times. <laughs> Every issue. Like, I don't like know one. that that really is representative of him being bad at writing a black character. There may have been more stuff that I didn't see, but. Yeah, that there was the was. one that people called that's, out. That's not what I saw I like, called out, but I can, at this point, there's you know well, there, that was remember. like three controversies ago. Oh yeah, exactly. Nobody cares anymore. Um, Witcher Library Edition hardcover volume one. Who did lolly? So much Witcher. Um, X Men Legends number two. I man. love this ridiculous cover. The cover is fantastic, but man, Roy Thomas, just keep making Alter Ego and just never write a comic uh, book again, please. Like, I also really like the Jim shit. Rugg cover. That's a good one too. Uh, the covers are great. The the and honestly, the art on the inside, I won't I won't shit on it. It's just like God, House yeah. Roy, like yeah, go yeah. away, please. Yeah. Just write about World War II forever. Like that's all. I, it's it's fair. Uh, what about X-Men Unlimited X-Men Green? I don't understand it, so I didn't really read it. Fair. I flipped through it. It looked fine. Uh, some of the characters are green, I believe, is the point of it. Uh, yes. I, I actually read that it was very good, but um, I didn't understand what was happening, so I didn't read Fair. it. Fair. Uh, but you know what you did read and yes, that we both read and is fucking awesome. It was good. Exterminators number one. It was good, 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 good. This is what X-Men comics should be. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but this is this is crazy and fun. It should be a comic with characters that you recognize acting fun and having adventures that yeah, make yeah. sense and that are comic book style adventures. It's like, very, it's very, I don't uh, need political blood intrigue. And guts I and just, explosions. sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got a tone and, 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 yeah, yeah. and it's not like that is incidental. It's just like, it's a superhero right. adventure comic. That's fun. It's well-written. It's well-drawn. Boom. Yeah, yeah. It's everything. It's <laughs> like, that's, that's what I want. I don't want political intrigue. I want, blow up the bad guy yeah, yeah. you know or like whatever the bad guy's bad and does stuff you know like whatever also i think it's a really good sign when an x-men comic reminds me of the movie cabin in the woods <laughs> and that I've is actually never seen that and i think i own it on dvd and i've never watched you it. need to watch it it is one of my favorite horror movies and you absolutely need to watch it i someone also that i used to work with was like you have to watch it and the reason i own it I shouldn't say I own it as I have her copy and I, it never was returned and now I don't work with that person anymore. You need to watch it. Also, Allie probably owns it. Make, make it a point to watch it as a Halloween movie because it is. You can't start watching Halloween movies until October. Once October comes, I'm going to do it this year. I started as soon as it stopped being hot, (laughs) which was yesterday. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I did just put on long pants for the first time today yeah i have to wear them for work but i yes yeah uh we got young hellboy assault on castle death number two the crimson crab (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so it's 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 young Hellboy and he and his dog Mac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, we'll all forget that one where Mac died, and it's really sad. Uh, and yeah, it's fun. And he teams up with Lobster Johnson, and he becomes the Crimson Crab, and it's good. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, and the last last but eh, probably least, uh, we've got a, a compilation of Zitz comics, which you know I've decided to start doing that. Zitz. Yeah, yeah, people love that stuff. Kids love them. I don't really like. I, I was. I'd always kind of just skimmed over all of the like comic strip stuff for the store. You know, Casablanca really kind of like concentrates on that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was like, that's not really my bailiwick. Maybe I'll just steer clear. But then some of the stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember just loving this shit as a kid. You gotta have Garfield. Like just showing up and buying like a Garfield book yeah. or something, or a Far Side book or something, and being like, yay. Calvin and Hobbes or whatever. Yeah, it's definitely super Calvin fun. Hobbes. Peanuts. I mean, Calvin and Hobbes was a whole other story, but I mean, like the right. garbage ones, like Garfield or whatever. That I may, was I, may not have a ton of replay value. No, you'd be surprised. I was at Goodwill not too long ago, and they had like f- seven Garfield collections, and I bought like three of them. I was like, <laughs> Garfield collections? Like he sits around the house. Yeah. I mean, you only need one or two, but like you pretty much get the gist after one, but I as a kid read all of them. Uh, the one them. I got was an a, a, an adaptation of a of a or one of the ones I got was an adaptation of a special where oh, they go camping. Yes. And he attacks a panther? Hell yeah. That's a badass Garfield right the, there. That's the best one. The one where Garfield fights off a fucking panther. I yeah. love that. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like honestly the cartoon is like kind of fucked up. Like if I was a kid and saw that I'd be like this is actually kind of scary. What? It's interesting because like it's trying to kill them. Yeah, yeah, it's trying <laughs> it's to like trying them. to break into their car and shit. <laughs> it's Garfield like almost dies. Yeah, no, that was really strange that they chose to do that. Um, so last Halloween, last Halloween? No, like five Halloweens ago, <laughs> forever ago. I I don't know whenever whenever we were able to do things for COVID during Halloween time. Uh, Sean Murphy came over to my house and we did like you know we do horror movies consistently but this time he was like have you ever seen the Garfield Halloween special that fucked me up as a kid and I was like <laughs> what because I think we just watched the fog oh. and he was like this thing is what like really flipped me out and that's why I wanted to watch the fog and it is like it's like a kid's version of the fog Whoa. It's a bunch of ghost pirates. Like, they get lost on an island, they go to this old man's house, and fucking ghost pirates follow them in. And I think it has a similar, like, they stole something, the person in the house stole something, or whatever. Very similar to the Captain Blake story from The Fog. Okay. And so, it's it's really creepy, and wow. actually, like, super weird. Huh. So, I was really, I was stoked to see that. Yeah, Garfield. See, it's better than you think. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, famed bat person, Sean Murphy, says, Garfield, great <laughs> art. Fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> Garfield fucked me up as a kid. Yeah. So, uh, that's it. That's it. That's it for today. We've yeah, gone way too long. We um, did, but there were so many there comics. Were so many goddamn books. What are you going to do? It isn't even the last month. Last. Ugh, I know. So imagine what next week is going to be two hours. Two fucking hours. Um, is there anything else I need to talk about? Probably not. Uh, I don't. I mean, 
I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Uh, I just finished Rad Ray 3. I just Ooh. sent it to our letterer. So we've got full colors, full art. Wow. It's all done. Just needs to be lettered. And then I can send it off to be printed. Cool. So, so that's, that's the first uh, post Kickstarter. That is the first post Kickstarter Rad Wraith. So very excited about that. Sweet. And I also finished the script for number four, which is the last issue in this arc. Nice. Ooh, arc. So, yeah. Right. So no, there's a Rad Wraith 2 in the pipe? No big, no big spoiler, but it's essentially the idea is that we wanted to do this. This is like sort of like a movie, sort of like a mini series that kind of goes, this is what it is, and then fucking Monster of the Week. We can oh. do an so ongoing... So like the mask or yeah, exactly. silver coin or exactly. whatever. Exactly, like any of that kind reference. of stuff. It's just you can kind of go. It's like Spawn. The monkey's paw. <laughs> it's like essentially you set the whole thing up, and then whenever we feel like doing a one-shot or if we feel like having them all connect, that's fine. But if it turns out that we can't, you know, if it's just something that we do two issues a year for the rest of our lives or whatever, fuck it. I'm totally down. Like, I want to keep doing it because I really like it. I love <laughs> this third issue is so bloody and so insane. This is like, everyone's like, where's the gore? Here's the gore. <laughs> I took care of it. First Don't worry. This issue had a little gore. It had, some, it had some moments of gore. This one is like just a bloodbath <laughs> because nice. it, we go full on RoboCop here, goes to a warehouse, breaks up a drug deal, and there's like just dead gang members everywhere. Right on. It's very, very, very bloody. Um, looking forward to it so very fun and uh yeah thank you for listening follow us at funbox monster podcast at coast city comics follow bob at uh dollar binge, dollar binge and buy stuff from coast city comics and uh you know be nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah or else <laughs> all right I'll fuck you up <laughs> good night everybody bye <laughs>